I was walking early Saturday morning like I normally do every Saturday morning. This Saturday was a little bit different, though. The people I normally meet on my morning walks were not present. Not them, not their pets. But the parking lot was full boots. And I saw a lot of damn kids. Not the ROTC kids that I sometimes see, but track and field kids. And there were a lot of them. I paid them no mind and continued on my early morning Saturday walk. I had come to the park to do business, and walking was my business. Now here is where I am reminded that Vegas, outside of the Strip, is such a racist city. I was walking past a group of white people in line to use the porta potty. And then it happened. As I was walking past this white man, I noticed he kept looking back at his bag that was on the ground next to him. Mind you, I was not paying attention to him until he started staring at me and then glancing at his bag. I was actually paying attention to the conversation I was having on the phone with my good girlfriend. We were gossiping about the men in her life and the life in her men. Now, the closer I got towards this man, the more he looked at his bag. And due to there being so many people in the area, I had to walk past him. Walking near him allowed me enough space to pass without having to change my pace or my direction. Once I got closer to him, he then reached down, grabbed his bag, and looked at me out of the corner of his eye. My initial reaction was to shout out loud, I don't want your fucking cheesy ass bag, you fucking racist. But I stopped myself, looked back and started laughing aloud. And then I said, so he and others near him could hear me, racist. <laughs> As I was rolling my eyes in his direction. And then he dropped his bag. And when the others around him and near him had turned to look, I stopped laughing, turned my head lethargically, and started back on my morning walk. And that, my dear friends, is how my Saturday morning started off. Greetings and salutations. I'm Drama Dupree, and I want you guys to sit back, relax, and listen to me as I enjoy entertaining each and every one of you. Yeah, it's me. Dupree. Let's talk about Atlanta Black Gay Pride. As many of you who listen to my podcast know that during the, that time frame on Facebook, it was littered with fight videos from that Thursday until the wee hours of Monday morning, all in conjunction with Black Gay Pride. But was this the norm? I would find out later that it actually wasn't the norm for that weekend. I learned this as I began talking to others. Some never actually saw the videos. But my Facebook timeline was bombarded with the foolishness. 
And here is where the foolishness and fuckery starts. Three young queens begin making their trek to Atlanta Black Gay Pride from I'm Gathering at Tennessee. But not before fighting along the way and all while they were actually at Atlanta Black Gay Pride. They actually ended up attacking a female in a very small town in Georgia at a racetrack gas station. That altercation was filmed live. Apparently, one of the queens had misplaced his cell phone when they had stopped for a bathroom break at the racetrack gas station. The cell phone being missing was not noticed until they were back on the highway. So they turned around and went back to racetrack. They asked several clerks had they seen the cell phone, and they all said no. As the loud queen who had actually lost the cell phone was exiting the store, one of his Judys noticed the cell phone on the counter in the store. He grabbed it, and he alerted his friend. This is where the online video actually picks up. The loud queen, being dysfunctional and rude, was yelling, cursing, and making threats at the racetrack employees. She was all of a sudden witnessed attacking an unsuspecting Caucasian female. Did I say this all played out on Facebook Live just for those of you who are not familiar with this incident? From that event, those same queens went on to fight at a hotel room in Atlanta, as well as in the lobby of a hotel or office building. This does not include the two fights or three fights that were seen taking place in the Buckhead, Atlanta, Georgia area during the daytime in the middle of the streets. But back to the story at hand. I guess these three young queens weekends was filled with being drunk, belligerent, ignorant, and fighting. None of those things which represent Atlanta Black Gay Pride. The person who was posting all of those videos was actually Keith Tasty Dupree. Keith was interviewed by social commentator Armand Wiggins about the incident on Facebook Live as well. Now, the interview didn't go as Keith thought it would go. It quickly changed from them talking about the incidents that took place during Atlanta Black Gay Pride to Keith being called out about his HIV status and his non-safe sex sexual practices. Yes, Keith is HIV positive and has raw sex with guys who he doesn't inform about his status. Close your mouths, people. There is no tea being spilled here. But Keith did talk about this during his interview and apparently has triple X videos showing this act of raw, unsafe, HIV positive sex. While there are those who are participating in the act, they may or may not know about Keith's status. Now, as you can imagine, the people in the chat room on Facebook were livid. Those queens were going absolutely crazy. Some end up trying to alert the police authority where they thought Keith actually lives concerning his sexual practices. Others were outraged by his careless act and nonchalant attitude. They felt attacked as a community, already fighting against outsiders. Now they realize that they're also fighting with those in the community about the preservation of the community. Oh, my life, I had to fight. I had to fight my daddy. I had to fight my uncles. 
I had to fight my brothers. Girl, child ain't safe in the family means. But I ain't never thought I had to fight in my own house. I love Hoppo. God knows I do. But I kill him dead before I let him be. Now, a couple of days after the Keith interview, leave it up to Mr. Amon Wiggins to have yet another interview being conducted on Facebook Live. This time, he was interviewing the three men who were at the center of the most dominant fight videos. Marcus, Adrian, and Colby. Now, during this interview, all three men copped to their roles in all of the altercations that took place during Atlanta Black Gay Pride weekend. They copped to attacking the woman at racetrack. Marcus was the one that was actually seen in the video attacking her. Marcus was the ringleader. He did apologize for attacking the girl and went on to state that he wasn't mad at the woman he attacked. He was mad at the black female clerk who was serving just as much attitude and shade as he was. I guess because he couldn't get to her, he attacked the female that was in arm's reach because he did not attack the male that was also in arm's reach. In the comments, people were tagging the county sheriff's department where the altercation actually took place. They also alerted WSB-TV News in Atlanta who ran a story about the attacks. I'm going to say this. How stupid can you be to come on social media and confess to a crime that you committed that was caught on tape? No one really knew who these young, drunk, and dumb kids were until they allowed themselves to be used by social media. But with that being said, honey, kudos goes out to Armand Wiggins for doing the interview. In fact, Kudos goes out to Amon Wiggins for doing both interviews. It has recently been reported that Marcus Sharp and Colby Cunningham have both been arrested and more arrests are pending. So depending on when you listen to this podcast, other kids from that weekend and who were involved in the foolishness and fuckery may have already been arrested as well. Every week, Tyler gave the rules that he and I decided. Gentlemen, welcome to Fight Club. The first rule of Fight Club is you do not talk about Fight Club. Second rule of Fight Club is you do not talk about Fight Club. I will admit the videos did make it seem like that was all that took place that weekend. That weekend of black gay men coming together in what was supposed to be unity was instead just a free-for-all fight fest. If you look harder and follow uplifting people in the black LGBT community, you saw the videos and pics showing us having a grand old time at Atlanta Black Gay Pride. But if you follow the foolishness and fuckery, then that is all you saw was going on on Facebook concerning black gay pride we are so much more than those fight videos and i think i need to repeat that the lgbt community of color are so much more than those fight videos but 
did did that stop others from voicing their opinion? People not in our community felt the need to voice their opinion on situations from the videos they saw. Some called for an end to black gay pride, citing dangerous elements being brought to the city. Why do the blacks need their own pride? Black gays suggest shut down pride and join in with quote unquote main pride. If you listen to previous episodes where I discuss pride, I tell the tale of how black gay pride came to be and how quote unquote main pride excluded us. Just like white people excluded other races from everything and then get upset when we branch out and do our own thing. You can't have it both ways, sweetie. My drag mother, Naisha Dupree, had this to say as one of her white co-workers were offended by the actions that took place during Pride. I'm first going to read you the reaction of her Caucasian co-worker, Miss Phoenix, who reposted the video for media takeout on her timeline. I don't care who gets angry about what I'm going to say. And here's another video from this past weekend's Black Pride festivities, in quotation marks. I've literally, literally heard more negatives than positive about this past weekend. I've never really understood the purpose of it anyways, because I thought we were trying to be one love. But that's another story. But after seeing all those videos, I really wish it would be canceled or at least move out of Atlanta. This, of course, is coming from a white man who dresses up in drag. You are a white man and already have unspeakable amounts of privilege. So you, my dear, would not get anything that does not involve you. My drag mother, Naisha, had this to say. Phoenix, it's unfortunate that you have heard more negatives than positive. But when you think about it, that's the society we live in. Our news and media gives us the negatives more than they do the positives. This day and age is a one in which things are captured on digital media and then spread around the world via social media. The fights are not a good thing at all, but they are not the majority. These videos represent less than 5% of the amount of gay people that attended Black Gay Pride which is hardly a percentage high enough to call for a cancellation of an event. And please keep in mind, these kind of things happen in Atlanta every day, with or without Pride attendees in town. As far as the purpose of the event, it's hard to understand it for some, because some people are not in a position of black gays. We share a common bond understanding what it is to be gay. However, being gay and black is a whole different story. Unfortunately, that's something nobody can show someone unless they are in their same shoes. I highly doubt moving pride from Atlanta will be beneficial since it generates hundreds of thousands and even millions of dollars in an economic impact per year. The solution is not canceling it, it's figuring out how to control the violence that took place hoping this offers some perspective. I will say this, my mother is so eloquent in her response because I would have called the bitch privileged and said, girl, get a fucking life. But that's just me.
feel right now. I don't wanna tell you how I feel right now. I don't wanna take no time to write this down. I don't wanna tell you how I feel right now. Hey, tomorrow may never come for you or me. Life is not promised. Tomorrow may never show up for you and me. This life. Put my heart and soul to the song. Yes, yes. I hope you feel me. From where I am to wherever you are. I mean that sincerely. Tomorrow may never come. For you and me, life is not promised. that I really got tired of concerning black gay pride. I really got tired of people talking about how they don't attend black gay prides for whatever reason or another. The excuses range from I'm too old, it's too many young kids, I just don't do pride events, my mama got red hair, etc. and so on and so on and so forth. I am one of those people that actually say that, but simply because I'm an introvert and I do not like crowds. But to the people that will show up at every other party but a black gay pride, to those people, I say this. There are other events to attend in Atlanta besides Atlanta's black gay pride. But if you did attend a pride event in Atlanta, you would know that those events were um, tailored to older people sophisticated people some events were tailored to people who work out every damn day i wouldn't be able to attend that event because i don't work out every day there were events tailored to the black gay professional man and there were events for everybody there were even events for a ain't got time for that shit crowd. So, the excuses that people constantly make concerning why they don't attend Atlanta Black Gay Pride, let that shit go. And let's just say that Atlanta Black Gay Pride doesn't interest you at all. What then is your excuse for not attending, say, the Gentleman's Ball, hosted by the dynamic gay duo Juan and G? 
um, whom, by the way, I love their promotional material for this year's event that takes place in October. You should go check them out on their Facebook page. The Facebook group is The Gentleman's Foundation. Or um, what is your excuse for not visiting Atlanta during MLK weekend? Officially, is not a gay pride weekend. Oh, it's exactly that. Another damn excuse. You can't complain about a thing when people in the community are providing you various options for you to fellowship with like-minded and same gender loving people of color. But I do want to say this. Kudos to all those who attended Black Gay Pride and were proud to stand in the midst of love and acceptance. Now let's switch up gears here for one minute. I was online, and by online, I mean I was on Facebook, which I must admit I'm going to have to take a break from. And I ran across this video teaser of Mama D from Love and Hip Hop Atlanta. Apparently, she had time to be pulled away from her musical career and land a role on a YouTube series titled About Justin. Mama D's character had just witnessed her son kissing another man. Her character was so distraught that she fell to the floor after questioning what her son was doing and then crawled out of the room. Now here is where it gets interesting and why Mama D now has a fan in me. 
No, not for her foolish antics on the reality TV or anything of that nature, or even for her song or for her acting. Hell, truth be told, she should have been the one to receive the humanitarian award from Black Gay Pride instead of that other girl, Keisha, you know, the one with the drag queen body, the one with the bad drag queen body. But anyway, here is what Mama D had to say about her character. This is the reality for a lot of mothers and fathers in America. It's natural to overreact. But take a moment after you calm down and talk to your child. Stop trying to change your child, your children's choices and accept them for what they want for their life. I can't wait for America to see the entire series. That is why I am now a fan of Mama D's because she is a supporter of the community. So to all of those pride promoters who love booking bitches who are not here for us, during Black Gay Pride and during MLK Weekend, why don't we reach out to Mama D and book her for those weekends to host events and to even perform from her soon-to-be-released album? And I'm going to leave that with this in that order. Now, after that statement, I went into the comments and someone made a great point. When will Black America stop thinking that being gay is so out of the norm for their children? Many Black gay families will support their dope dealing, two young kids having babies, dope fiend children headed to prison youngins before they accept their LGBT kids. When will Black America wake the fuck up? Stop letting religion divide and dictate the love you have for your children and love your kids. Let me say that one more time. Love your fucking kids for who they are and support them for who they are. Wake up, Black America. Queer kids of color do exist. Thank you guys for taking the time out of your busy day to spend it on something I love to do. Make sure you hit me up on all of my social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, SoundCloud, Adam for Adam, Jack, and the Twitter. And remember, if you don't want to DM me on any of those social media platforms, you can always email me. Just make sure you put something in the subject line so that I won't think it's spam and automatically delete it. Also, make sure to check out my website, dramadupree.com, for show art that you can share on your media platforms. To those special people who constantly promote me, to you all I say from the bottom of my heart, thank you. It is greatly appreciated. I really, really, really do thank you for using what you have built to help out little old me. And as always, Learn to use what you have got, and you won't need what you have not. I'm Drama Dupree, and you are who you are, and that is what makes all of this special.